1: Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. I'm joined today by Jerry Hamilton. Jerry's live in Orlando today, uh, taking taking in the two two days of practice here that we've had thus far at the Under Armour All American Game, where several
0: Texas commitments uh, and uh, prospects are are uh, working out. How you doing today, Jerry? I'm doing good, man. Made it through two days of practice, and uh, I'm better than the players are. I'll say that. Uh, (laughs) Night practice on Wednesday, turn around, turn around at 8 a.m. the next morning. It's a tough couple days for these kids.
1: Before we get to that, I do want to mention one thing that happened in recruiting yesterday. Jaden Allen, cornerback from Alito, 2024 prospect and brother of B.J. Allen, uh, commits to Texas. What do you know about (laughs) Jaden?
0: You know, Jaden is a kid who's, uh, you know, he projects the corner. Um, he's not as big a kid as his brother right now. So we'll see how much he grows in the next couple of years. But he's got really good feet, really good hips, uh, uh, plays the ball in the air well. He's shown the ability to adjust uh, and recover, uh, which for a young kid naturally uh, is things I look for along with the, uh, the foot quickness. So we'll see how it all comes together. with mean, him. He's a, he's a talented kid, but uh, we'll, we'll have to see physically where his body goes. So Jerry, real quick,
1: uh, um, let's just stay with that because he, his brother is at the Under Armour game that you're out. Uh, and Texas has, I think, six commitments in the game, uh, and then several guys they're looking at. How has BJ Allen looked thus far?
0: You know, the, the first night is non-pad event, so that first practice, so it's tough for the safeties. They get thrown out there and they're guarding. Evan Stewart to the world in the slot, right? And even if you're playing off coverage, good luck with that, right? You just haven't played against guys like that. Today they had full pad practice. uh, But, you know, so B.J. Allen made a couple more plays on a ball, had an interception. But the the real information you find out after a couple of practices and talking to the position coaches at the game. And uh, the question I asked is, is he taking instruction? Is he taking teaching? Is he taking it to the field? And absolutely the answer was yes. And the other one is I always ask, are they how are they how are the eyes? Are they playing with the eyes? Are they seeing things that you guys were seeing? And so BJ Allen is passing the eye test, but a different eye test in the first off the bus. The eye test of does he see things develop in front of him? And so far, so good for Allen. And look, the safeties are going to make more plays in the game because the run game is not involved in these practices, right? So you're all you're doing is working in coverage. So when the game is played, guys like B.J. Allen become much better, more rounded players than they're going to show in practice.
1: Gotcha. Um, I want to ask about all the offensive linemen at once, so I'm going to skip to a couple of the defensive linemen first. Um, it sounded like, just from the reporting that was going on, that Justice Finkley has, has really uh, sh- uh, fared well over the first couple of days of practice.
0: Yeah, you know what, what Finkley does? You don't ever, you're never concerned about his effort level. And in the games like this, Bobby, you've been around that some of these kids Cadillac it a little bit, right? Some of them have five stars, high four stars, and they don't have to play every rep, right? They'll take some reps off. Uh, there was a kid committed to a SEC school th- today that the D-line coach literally in practice said, get your butt in there and get a rep. You don't have to worry about that with Finkley. He's gonna, He's going to take every rep possible. Uh, you know what he does, Bobby? He understands leverage, and he has to. He's six one and a 6'2", right? He's playing on the edge in a four-point stance for the first time in his life. You know, he's never really been a hand-on-the-ground player, uh, but he's impressed the coaching staff of team icons just with his all-out aggression on every snap. Everything's 100 miles an hour, but at the same time, he's an intelligent kid, so he takes coaching. He's going to have to work on arm extension, consistency, in that regard, because he doesn't have great length, so he's going to have to win on absolute technique. But what he's done a good job of is even against Kelvin Banks, anybody he went up against, he is let he understands leverage. He's got in their breastplate and he's lifted them off the ground, and he's winning that leverage battle. So is he going to just be a blur off the edge and sack the quarterback? No. Can he be an impactful player uh, with the effort? and the understanding of technique and how to maximize everything he's got, he's got a chance to do that.
1: You've seen him a couple, couple different times now this offseason. You saw him in the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game as well. Uh, any any prevail, other prevailing thoughts that you noticed between the two events? Yeah, yeah.
0: Not, not, not really. I mean, today, obviously, there's a big, massive step up in competition uh, with the pads on. I mean, you're going up against Kelvin Banks, Tyler Booker, who's phenomenal going to Alabama, by the way, he's just played left tackle, left guard and right tackle, which is rare in these all-star games. So he's gone up against better players than he ever has on a rep-to-rep basis, even more so than the Alabama team practices. Uh, you know, so the, the big thing with with, with Finkley has always been what position it, does he project at? And there's some, a lot of colleges that recruited him that think he's an interior guy in a four-man front. Obviously, Texas is going to play him on the edge. And we'll see how it all unfolds for him because the hard thing is going to be keeping weight off of him. While he's only 6'1", 6'2", he's a thick 255, 260 pounds with lower body, with a lower trunk, that can add considerable weight to his frame and he's going to add weight in his upper body. So it'll be interesting to see where his frame goes. I think Texas challenge is going to be able, is keeping him around 260, 265 long-term.
1: Other guy that on the D line just showed up this morning, I believe is Dre Bledsoe
0: out of Marlin. How did he look in his first action? First off, it's just a funny story. You know, I, I wrote about it on inside Texas this morning. It's, it's, it's a small town kid meets the big world in real time. I mean, he didn't have a, a photo ID to get on the flight, so he was like they had to get him a photo ID and ended up using a school photo ID to get him on a flight so he could get here last night. So he missed the first night of practice, but I'll tell you what with Bledsoe, I didn't know what type of shape he would be in today. You know, the, he had an awful ruling from the Texas UIL, so he played about 20 snaps and scrimmages and didn't play all season but he, he, was, he was in pretty good shape today. I mean, he, he obviously was winded because he's not in football shape, but as far as athletic shape, he, he looked really good. And he's a flash player right now, especially in this setting, Bobby. He had two, three quick tackles for loss because I think when he lined up, he was athletic in his stance, but he surprised those the guys who didn't go against him last night at just how quick he is for his size and how he, he can immediately be disruptive and get in the backfield. So he, may, he was a disruptive force right out of the gate in practice. Then you see where he's going to have to develop. He'll take himself out of place. He'll run himself out of gaps. Uh, He'll put the linebacker in a bad position, you know, and then the coaches are like, whoa, 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 we hold on now we got to develop this. Okay, we got to understand this is what we're trying to tell you so it's going to be a work in progress with Wadzo but I will say that's why it's key that Texas gets him in as an early enrollee because he missed his senior season. And if they can get him in early, which it looks like it's going to happen, I don't think it's 100% yet, by the way, but it looks like it's going to happen, then that will give them a chance to develop this kid in a lot of spring practices and get his body where it needs to be. But, Bobby, his upside is through the roof now. If, if he figures it all out and puts it together, it's it, it, he's an impressive uh, athlete and prospect. All right. I, I
1: saved the three offensive linemen now. Um, Kelvin Banks, Neto Umiozulu, who had rave reviews last night, and Devon Campbell out of Arlington uh, uh, Bowie High School, who has who is not announcing his decision until February, but uh, leaning heavily to Texas, I guess, is the best way to
0: categorize it.
1: So tell me about those three, three each of them, uh, key components to this Longhorn recruiting class.
0: Yeah, you know, I talked to Kelvin Banks after practice, and, and I thought the response was going to be what I, I got. Uh, he's always played left tackle. So you know what? He's playing right tackle this week because he was the only one that volunteered to. Everybody played left tackle. They, they, nobody wants to jump over the right tackle. It's different steps. It's a different visual. So he struggled a little bit in pass pro today, which you don't see from him. But I don't think it's a talent issue at all. It's just an issue is he's playing a position he's never played before and it's different coming off. It's a different visual out of your peripheral than playing left tackle. And I think he's been a little slower reacting than he is at left tackle. But I think there's times where just, you know, you just see all that talent. So I would expect by game day, um, I think he's going to be just fine. He's had two practices as he adjusts to playing right tackle. Um, and getting confident in that and and, and what he's seeing and reacting to what he's seeing. Uh, But, you know, Kelvin's a big time guy. And the great thing about Kelvin is how intelligent he is when you talk to him and that he understands all this process. You know, I had to play right tackle. Nobody else was willing to do it, but I wanted to do it for my team. Uh, And then my follow-up question was, okay, what's coach flood talking about? He said, he hadn't told me left or right tackle. We're just talking about tackle right now. And he said, I'll play either one. Uh, doesn't matter to me, but I think Kelvin's going to really show up in the game when the physicality in the run game, it it hits, which it doesn't that much in the practice setting. I think it will pop uh, uh, Sunday in the game. Um, You know, then Devon Campbell will go, well, actually Neto next, you know, Neto had a tremendous uh, first night of practice, Um, you know, in In uh, practice two today, he caught himself bending at the waist a couple times, right, Um, in pass pro playing left tackle. He's played left guard and left tackle. So there are a couple instances where he maybe bent the waist a little bit and got beat initially, right, lost his balance, uh, wasn't in a position to hold ground and anchor. So – he, he, he lost a couple of those. It, it, that was one, wasn't was one-on-one reps. That was more team. But, you know, look, Neto is a guy with an 83-inch wingspan, big hands, quick he, – what he's shown is quick feet, body quickness, reactive quickness. Those are the things I look for this week. Look, the technique stuff comes down the line. That's Kyle Flood's job. That's whoever you sign. That's their job. I look for all the baseline skill set talent. But he, one thing he has – he's been physical both days. He was physical without pads on and he was physical with pads on today. Um, Devon Campbell, you know he's interesting. Devon is I think playing basketball really puts him ahead of the game at this it, 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 at this setting because his his body's already used to re, accustomed to reacting to quick change of direction in front of him, right? And he's already been anchoring in basketball, posting up and holding ground. So he comes into this, he really in shape. He said he's up like 15 pounds. So he's gone from 325 to 310, I believe is the number right now. He looks just really athletic. Uh, What's interesting is talking to a coach for Team Legends, um, you know, they said, look, he he, because he's a broad shoulder kid, he may lack a little arm length, what you ideally want but he makes up for that with the quickness, the physicality, the body quickness, and how competitive he is, play to play, rep to rep. Uh, And somebody, you know, they wanted to try him at center as an emergency center. Then he snapped it left-handed and said, well, this isn't gonna really work. (laughs) And by the way, Texas leads big there. I mean, that's, it is what it is. Oklahoma's got a real uphill fight. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing.
1: Just from two days, of,
0: two, two days of seeing all these kids together, what do you think their three positions are going at Texas to start? I think Kelvin Banks starts at right tackle, his career, and I think he ends his career at left tackle. Uh, I think Neto probably it will begin at guard, but maybe cross trains at tackle as well. And Devon Campbell's absolutely a guard, no chance he plays tackle. Got
1: it. Ends left. Okay. Um, and BJ Allen, more of a field safety, strong safety. Which one do you feel like?
0: I think more of a strong safety. I, I, I do. I, I think, um, you know, you saw watching him versus some of like Zion Branch going to USC, Jacoby Matthews still has a decision to make. I think those guys have a little more range, maybe as free safety. But I think BJ Allen's so good against a run, too. I mean, I, I think you're going to want him more of a strong safety spot. And then
1: Dre Bledsoe and Justice Finkley. I, I assume that that the uh, jet position for Texas is is really what Finkley's looking at. But what yeah, about Bledsoe?
0: Bledsoe's definitely going to be more of a three-tech guy. You know, you, you can move him around on that defensive front. I don't think you're ever going to line him up over the ball, but you can move him around in the front. And he's going to win on athleticism and quickness and explosiveness. And, and he can really bend, Bobby. He's an impressive athlete.
1: I, um, I want to make sure I'm not forgetting no other commitments there. Brennan Thompson is injured. So
0: yeah, he's injured. So yeah, no, that's, that's all that's there. Gotcha.
1: Um, three guys that Texas is looking at, I believe Jacoby Matthews, you've mentioned him a couple times, Harold Perkins, Omari
0: Abor. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We'll start with Abor. Um, he's the, the D line coach for, uh, Team uh, Legends actually very high on Amari Abor. You know the, the tapes was up and down as a senior, and he's like, "Look, I haven't studied the game to game of this kid, but he said I can tell you what I'm seeing and what I'm how I'm seeing him progress as I instruct him and coach him." Um, he said he's really picking up what we're teaching him. He said he's got a good set of eyes, plays with his head up, he sees things, he understands things, uh, and he said he's got some. You know consistency, work technique wise well, like any of those guys do, but he's impressed. The, uh, he's impressed the staff that the coaches he's playing for. You know Texas A and M's receiving a little mention today with him. I don't think A and M has room for him. So is he going to go to Ohio State on January second? We'll find out. Florida's still going to try to get him in for a visit. So this is one of those deals where he may commit on the second, but his recruitment is not over.
1: Yeah, it it sounded like – I think he gave a quote to Jeremy Crabtree of On 3 earlier today that basically said, Ohio State and A&M right now, but he definitely wants to visit Texas in January.
0: Yeah, Texas and Florida, they're, they're going to push for it. So this is one of those deals where if you don't sign until February, you can commit here at the Under Armour game and live out your dream. But we've seen guys flip before, and I don't think the recruitment is, uh, is over at all.
1: So Charles Power, or Chad Simmons, I can't remember which, also reporting Jacoby Matthews not announcing this week, uh, going to go into to February with his decision. Uh, Texas is involved, but opening it up till that length of time allows other teams to get in there as well.
0: Yeah, I don't see Texas winning that battle. I mean, talking to people today, um, look, yeah, and he announced on Twitter late last night that he's not committing at the game. He's going to wait until February second. Uh, you know, we hear the most talk about LSU, but that's for people in the in the state of Louisiana. I'm not sure Jacoby himself is sold on LSU right now. Uh, there's still a long way to go. Frank Wilson has work to do. Uh, Texas A&M was out of it. I think they're back in it. I think Florida is in Texas, are probably more on the outside looking in. I think Alabama's kind of the wild card in that recruitment. How hard are they going to push? They're going to get them on, on campus in late January for an official visit. Um, so I think right now it's LSU's recruitment to lose, but I also don't think he's sold on LSU. So it could go one of several directions.
1: Gotcha. Last one I want to ask you about is Harold Perkins. Uh, you know, I know Texas is unlikely to get a commitment there, but uh, headed to AM most likely still? Actually,
0: yeah, I, no, I think AM is where he probably commits on the second. I'll be surprised if he doesn't commit there. I've been wrong before. But, again, his recruitment's going to keep going. He's talking about taking visits in late January, maybe to Florida, maybe to Miami. He's not going to sign with Miami. But, you know, he's still talking about taking visits. So, again, he's living out his dream here. He's going to commit on live TV during the Under Armour game, but his recruitment will not be over um, technically. Uh, I do think whoever he commits to on January 2nd will probably be where he signs at the end of the day.
1: Um, Eric Nalin, I want to ask you this before I let you go, and thanks for joining us there from uh, live from uh, Orlando today, Jerry. Um, I I spoke to – Eric Nalin of Inside Texas reported earlier today that he thought that he had heard things were heating up between Texas and Pitt wide receiver coach Brennan Marion. Matt Zenitz of On3 reported uh, around noon today – that Marion is the odds-on favorite to land the job. Um, You know, having Texas just offered uh, Wyoming wide receiver uh, uh, Nayor, I I think it's Isaiah Nayor, right? Uh, Yesterday, Pitt has a a Blitnikoff award-winning receiver on its team. I don't think that he would be in the transfer portal, but, um, you know, what have you heard about Brendan Marion, his ability to recruit? I know that you're not necessarily. You don't necessarily know him firsthand, but what have you heard in that that regard?
0: Yeah, well, I I'll, I'll let me just also add to that. Um, what what time does pit kick off tonight? Uh, Six o'clock, of it, I think. Yeah, I, w- I would think after the game, this is a done deal. Okay. I, I mean, I think this is a done deal. I think he's going to Texas, um, barring something crazy happening in the next five hours, and I think that's where it's going to be. Um, uh, but you know, look, I think he's he's an. He's a young, energetic guy that relates well to kids, just like Tashar Choice does, right? I mean, I haven't heard as much because he hasn't been in those big-time recruiting battles or really attempted to recruit the top guys in the country yet, but like like Choice, where I heard early on with Choice, he has the best recruiting presentation some of these coaches have ever seen, regardless of position, definitely running back. So we haven't got to that point with Marion, but I do think there's some similarities in – you know, youth is on his side, the ability to relate. He's popular with his players and he's done a good job maximizing uh, Jordan Addison. Is it him or Addison's talent? It's probably a little of both talent. Addison's a tremendous talent, but somebody has got to push him um, and communicate with him. So, and I think that's his strength. Um, I think he's also got some, uh, you know, he's got some really good offensive ideas, um, you know, two back offense type of uh, ideas. So I think there's, I think there's a lot going uh, for Texas on this and, you know, Once this does happen, Tashard Choice, Amber and and Marion bring a lot of youth and guys who can really relate uh, to the guys they're recruiting, and I do think that is
1: key. Marion has recruited, even though he's a a Pennsylvania native, he has recruited the state of Texas before uh, for Pitt. He signed the running back out of
0: Maynard, right? Yeah, he recruited central Texas area and, uh, you know, he offered he offered recently offered one of my favorite 2023 receivers in Texas, Kyle Parker at Lovejoy. So he's recruited that position within around the state of Texas. And I think that is a tremendous early evaluation um, by Brennan Marion. And and, and you know what that also tells you is he has a relationship with margin hooks and that's very important uh, when you're recruiting. Receivers in Texas because Margin works with all the top guys, and Margin's a straight shooter about how talented these guys are and what they have to work on, and if they're good enough to play for you.
1: So, Kyle Parker works out with Margin Hooks, the trainer. Yes, he up does. In, up in Dallas. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Jerry, anything, um, you know, I, I feel remiss. I should ask you one more question about the Under Armour game. Anybody that you're just blown away by, anybody you think, oh, wow, this guy's special?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, I think Walter Nolan has the ability to be the tackle from Tennessee. Um, I, I, I think he is a rare combination of explosive power, uh, quickness, speed at, at 320, 330 pounds. He has a chance to be a special player if he, put, if he wants to be. He, he should be a Pro Bowl player, and you, that's not something you say very often, Bob. You say that about Adrian Peterson, right? There's very few guys you say that about, but he is he has got the goods, man. Uh, and the D linemen as a whole in this game are off the charts. I mean, Bear Alexander going to Georgia is a really talented kid. And, again, a combination of just that – Initial quickness, that speed, that power, um, strong hands, long arms. I mean, there is a lot of big-time D linemen in this game. Evan Stewart's tremendous at wideout. I think Luther Burden is a hell of a player. Now, he's going to Missouri. He's from Missouri. What's weird about him, Bobby, is you see him in person. He doesn't look like that receiver uh, physically, that sleek, wiry guy he doesn't have the best body type, but you know what he is? He is a damn good football player. He can run precise routes. He will break the arm tackles. He turns upfield in an instant. Um, so I think the receivers are really good. I think the group of safeties in this game are really, really good as well. Um, you know, uh, one running back that I thought was is interesting is, is k Allen going to Penn State. You know, he's ranked a little lower than some of the guys. And he had to sit out today. At, uh, he practiced Wednesday night, but at 218, 220 pounds, he's got a little twitch to him. He's got a little initial quickness about him. And when he sees it, you see that twitch and boom, he's to the second level. So this is a very, very talented game. I think every position is ahead of the quarterbacks in this game. So uh, that would. I, I was going to ask
1: you. So like, who is the quarterback? Who's the – like, who's the the one – is there one quarterback that's standing out or is it a group that are kind of hodged or well, are, are
0: pulled yeah, together? Holden, Gariner going to Auburn. And, and Wiegman going a and are probably the top two here. Um, you know, Devin Brown is in, is in the Adidas game next week. Drew Lar, who I love, going to Penn State is in the Adidas game next week. So I think maybe the top two guys at the end of the day in this class are in, in the Adidas game, club in the Adidas game next week. Um, so I, I think you know, Garner was a replacement in this game, but due to injury. And a lot of times those guys have really good weeks, but he has a quick arm. He kind of hangs off his back foot sometimes, but he's got a quick arm and he's got a strong enough arm to where he makes up for it at this level. Uh, Connor Wigman will be bet. He'll show more in a game than he will in a practice setting because his ability to move and make plays off schedule because the heat's going to be on these guys in the game. So you it's better okay. be able to.
1: <laughs> if you had, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot here. The guy that you think has done the most that is going to Texas the, of, the, of the five or six kids here that you think are going to Texas um, which one's done the most to rise to, to push his ranking up at this point
0: uh, Neto's already 66 with us at on three he's a little lower nationally but I think I, I think he's pushing to be top 50 type of kid um, I think Finkley though because he's he was literally he was he was in our prior on 300 we moved him out just outside like two or three spots I think he'll move back in so if he moves up 50 spots around ends around 240 in that area I mean that's a 60 70 spot jump I mean you know, and and so he's probably the guy. Kelvin Banks, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of room to go anywhere there. Devon Campbell, there's not much. Uh, assuming he goes to Texas, there's not a lot of room uh, to move there. I think, uh, you know, I've said before, Brian Allen's senior tape is better than his ranking, whether that's the on three hundred ranking or the on three consensus ranking. So I, I expect them to move up a little bit as well.
1: All right. all right, all right, Jerry, I really appreciate you taking the time today, bud. Good luck with the rest of the practices
0: and uh, have fun in Orlando. All right, bud. We'll see you.